It's back to school season, and if you're going away to college for the first time, you need to learn how to budget your money as a college student. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bill Young Grow Wealthy Podcast. My name is Walida Shree. Today I will share eight expenses every college student needs to budget for when going off to college. Without further ado, let's get into this. So I know you're excited about going to college and I'm so excited that you're going to college too because I went to college just like you. I remember the first thing that my parents had a question about and it was the cost of tuition. Now, I don't know what the cost of your tuition is because maybe you're doing school online. Maybe you're going to a community college, a four-year college. I don't know, private or public. But that is a very important question that you might want to ask because you need to know how much money you can expect to pay over the lifetime of you being in attendance at that school. And if you are going to pay cash, if you're going to take out a student loan, apply for a Pell Grant, get scholarships, etc., you need to have a plan on how you're going to pay for your schooling. So the first thing you need to know is what is the cost of tuition if you have to pay it every semester, every year, or if you're going to take out a loan, how many years after you finish school will you have to pay back that loan? The next thing you'll need to ask is the cost of room and board. So from my experience, room and board had a different meaning in different phases of my college experience. So the first two years I stayed on campus in a college dorm, because of the new things post pandemic, I'm not exactly sure what that looks like, but I did visit my alma mater earlier this summer and my dorm that I actually stayed at, I couldn't even walk inside because they had new restrictions on even visitors coming inside. So I'm not sure exactly what the living spaces are going to look like if you have a roommate, but let's just say it's pre-pandemic when you had a roommate. So if you decide to stay on campus, you are going to pay more money, but it is more convenient because you're going to be closer to your classes. Like I said, that's what I did the first two years of me staying on campus. The next few years, I stayed off campus in an apartment. Now, essentially, the apartment living was so much better than the dorm living because I had my own bedroom, my own bathroom, and I shared living spaces with my roommates. However, you are on a lease with other people, and if they don't pay their share, it could affect you in the future. So just make sure if you do decide to live off campus, your lease is individual, meaning each room is going to be different in terms of responsibility. That means if I don't pay my rent, it doesn't affect my roommates. And if they don't pay their rent, it doesn't affect me. So you need to know what the cost of room and board is going to be when you apply for your college. Cost of tuition, cost of room and board are things that you absolutely need to know before you go to campus. But since you're already probably there. Look at the future. What is next semester going to look like? What is next year going to look like? See what's in the best budget for you. But I do recommend if you're brand new to the college experience, you should stay on campus, even though it is a little bit more expensive, because honestly, that is how you're going to find the bulk of the people you'll meet. That's your social year. So make sure you don't lose that opportunity by staying off campus to save money, because the alternative is you are going to then have an 
a not so good experience with your social life if you stay off campus your freshman year. The next thing you need to budget for is the cost of food. Now, I have spoken with people from different schools and I found out that their schools were not set up the way my school was. So at the time that I went to school, we had uh, all-you-can-eat buffets at different dormitories. And you can go to any dorm to eat at that food court. So you didn't have to necessarily live in that dorm to eat at that food court. When I stayed on campus, that was inclusive with my room and board. My food was already budgeted into that. And that is why I say it's going to be slightly more expensive if you stay on campus, because usually they're going to factor in your food with your room and board. However, I know people who their food was not inclusive with their room and board, so they still had to figure out a budget of how they were going to eat. And that is when you hear about those stories about ramen noodles or people eating spaghetti for a week and things like that. But if you are responsible for your own food, you definitely need to budget because if you do not budget your food, you will starve. You will not be functional to study. You will not be functional to take a test. You will just be pointless in being in college if you don't have the energy to endure the hard work that is going to come with that and the energy energy you will need in order for you to excel in college. So make sure you know how much the different meal plans are. If you are eligible to get a meal plan, even if you live off campus, are there restaurants nearby? How much are groceries? Can you Make a few meals that can last over a few days so you don't have to cook every day. Can you make meals with friends so that you all can share the cost of the grocery bill? Figure out that part because it's really important for you to budget that because food, especially now with inflation, is going to be more expensive. You then need to know, number four, budget the cost of your books. Books can be expensive depending on your major. So, let me just say this. If you are in any science or health science or health career, you are more than likely going to pay way more for your books than other people who may be in other majors. So for instance, my books were starting off at the 200 mark and above. And unlike most people for other majors, I was unable to go to Amazon or half price books or any of those places to try to find my book for a cheaper cost because my professors wrote the books and they always published a new book for that current year. So it wasn't like you can go back to the former classmates who may have taken that class and buy the books from them because the professors updated the books just enough so that in that present year, you would have to buy that particular book. And again, because they wrote it, they can charge whatever they want and you could only buy it directly from them. So make sure you know how much the cost of your books are because if that's the case, you are going to need a few thousand dollars just for books. But for your classes that are not your that are not related to your major, so say you take some type of uh, music class or something like that, you may have a better chance of finding somebody on campus. You can buy that book from. Go to eBay. You can go to Amazon. You can go to a thrift store and try to find some luck. But you have a higher chance on trying to thrift with those type of subjects than if you are trying to thrift with the subject you are actually going to school for. There are always loopholes. So just make sure you know how much your books cost, if you can get the e-version of that book, the hard copy or the soft copy, because depending on the type of book you get will determine the cost. The fifth thing you need to budget for are your clubs, sororities, and fraternities, if applicable. 
I know everybody does not go to college to join a club, a sorority, or a fraternity, but if you decide that's something you want to do, make sure you know about how much it was going to cost before you try to join so that you can make a wise decision on if it fits your budget or not. I attended clubs that for the most part were free. In fact, 99% of the clubs that I were a part of were free. If you don't want to pay any money, just don't join a sorority or fraternity. Join a club. Number six is cost of entertainment. And yes, you are going to school and you are going to be studying but it is not healthy to study 100% of the time. You do need to factor in that you may want to have some form of entertainment on some days. Not every day, not all day, but on some days for a few hours of that day. Now, you can also opt to do free things, but you still may want to not cook or the dining hall might be shut down so you may not be able to go get food. So make sure you factor in the cost of entertainment. Maybe you want to go to the movies once a month. Or maybe you say for entertainment, you and some friends want to go to skating or go bowling or something like that. Factor in how much money you think is going to make, is going to cost for you to be able to have some form of entertainment at least once a week. Not every day, not all day, but at least once a week. Number seven, cost of travel. Believe it or not, you may want to visit your parents at some point. So my advice is you may want to start booking your tickets around the dates that you know you want to visit. So check your calendar of when your school is out. If you already know you want to go home or you want to go someplace else for those dates, book early. Have a plan on how often you want to go visit your parents, how often you want to take a trip, and make sure you budget that in advance. Do you want to fly? Do you want to take the Amtrak? Do you want to take the bus? Do you want to drive? Do you want to carpool with friends? Have a plan of action and plan accordingly. My advice to you, I use apps like Hopper, which you can get that on your phone, put in the dates um, and the locations of where you want to travel to, and it will monitor for you when is the best time for you to go. I also use Google Flights, which can give you an idea of how much tickets are going to cost for that time frame. And it also gives you the best airlines to fly for those dates at the cheapest rate. So I would recommend again Hopper and Google Flights. I would not depend on just one source. I would always cross-reference with multiple sources to make sure you are getting the best bang for your buck. But again, the main moral of the story here is to make sure you budget the cost of travel because you are going to want to leave off of campus at some point and you need to know about how much it's going to cost you when you do that. Now, the eighth and the final thing that you need to budget for are your miscellaneous things. And these are not just limited to your toothbrush, your toothpaste, your shampoo and conditioner, your soaps, tissues, your favorite snacks. You are going to need to budget things like if you live in a dorm, a little small refrigerator, a little microwave, you might need to buy you a desk if it's not inclusive with your room. You need to get bed linen. You need to have a computer. You need to have a printer possibly if it costs to print on campus. You need a lot of things that you need to budget for. And so know what those needs are. Maybe you can get family members to get, you know, donate you some money so you can buy your upfront costs for those things. Maybe you can go to secondhand places like a Goodwill or a thrift shop. And you may even want to go on places like OfferUp, eBay to try to see if you can get those same things for the best price. Now, I'm not always an advocate for cheap. 
but I am an advocate for the best price. So just because something is cheap does not mean it's a good value because depending on how cheaply it's made, you may have to buy multiples of that same thing, which overall would actually be more expensive. So with miscellaneous, just keep in mind that you do need these things. And my best bet, if you do know like what your brand of toothpaste and soap, you know, like your toiletries are, buy those things in bulk from a Costco or a Sam's because all you got to do is buy it one time and then you are good for the rest of the school year. It might even last you two school years. I do want to make an addition to your expenses. And this is more like a bonus because things have changed. Just look to see what are the new requirements for the entry into your school. If they're requiring you to take a vaccine, if they're requiring you to wear a mask, if they're requiring you to take tests, you need to now budget those things into your expenses. In addition, make sure you budget health insurance. So I know most of you, if you're listening, you're probably 26 or younger. If you live in America, your parents can still claim you as a dependent on their health insurance and you can still qualify to not have to pay expensive premiums. If your parents do not want to take that option, there are government plans you can apply for. There may be even student plans you can apply for directly with your school, but just make sure you get health insurance because a medical bill is way more expensive than any premium you can pay for. So just keep that in mind. That is all that I have for you guys. That is my list. That is my knowledge from college from when I was there. But I do wish you all the best of luck this year. I hope you have a great experience and I hope you all can maintain this budget because the last thing you want to do is fall into tremendous debt because you did not manage your money correctly. Today, I just wanted to get you started on your absolute basics of what you need if you are deciding to go to college so that you can get started preparing for at least this first year with budgeting so you know how to budget for the duration of your time. So that is all I have for you guys today. If you're new to the podcast, please consider subscribing. Please share this episode with a friend. And until next time, I will talk to you later.